Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? You are rocking with the No Compromise Media, and you guys are in for a treat today. You are in for a treat. We have a very, very special strong queen here representing for the moms. My name is Camille. I'm 32 years old. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So this is... so. We did an episode before. I did an episode not too long ago. Um, fathers, black fathers in the court system and actually in family court. And so this one is, uh, is, is, is similar, but not really because you're in a different situation and folks going to hear, you guys going to hear her, her story, man. I believe somebody's going to, I believe this story is going to help someone. I know it's going to inspire you. Um, this is, is deep. It's really deep, man. So, Camille, before we get into it, um, about your situation that's happening, mm-hmm. where are you from? I was born in Portland, Oregon. My mother came to New York City when I was eight years old, and I've been down here ever since. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, the court system. Specifically, the family court, the children's services, yeah. and everything. But absolutely, but it wasn't. You're ha- and you're having that situation with your children, right? Yes. But you and had, I also was impacted as a child. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, go ahead. System. You was had that situation as a as a child. Yes. Let's do that. What was that like? What was that about? I was abused. I was basically when they took me away from my mother. I was basically abused in the foster care system to the point where none of my foster mothers wanted me because I used to. I was that little girl that I talk and I tell on them. So it was like, oh, she got to go back to the agency. So there was no more foster homes for me to be in. So I had to go to group homes. And then every time my mother visited me in the group home is how I have like an injured leg. I'm always having crutches or I had a, like I had this, excuse me, I'm not flipping off. I had this broken finger since I was 15 years old from this group home in Long Island. Um, St. Christopher Oliday. Yeah, I remember the name of it because that's when I came back home from there. When I aged out at 17, they finally let me go back to my mother. Wow. Wow. So, so, but in that situation, right, um, what was like the hardest moments as far as you, because you said you was, uh, you was a child at the time. What, what was the age? It was, I believe my mother said we came here, um, back in 1998 so I had to be eight but she said that I got taken away at nine wow and my brother's three years older than me so I guess he was like 12 or 13 um what was it like um I still remember to this day um uh my mother came to New York to get away from my father because it was domestic violence right so they helped her with an apartment. Her first night, your apartment was in the 40 projects in Queens, New York. Mm. And my mother, I used to ask my mother questions when I got out of foster care because I, I, it was a blare and I started getting my memory back. So, okay. So my mother 
was in Queens. We got taken away in Queens. All I remember, the last thing that I remember is looking at, at the, I was in the cop car and yeah. I looked in the back and waved to my mother. So, you know, that hit home for me. That was, you said, what is the roughest times, right? Right. That was one of the roughest times. And when things started getting real, like I noticed that I wasn't coming, going back to my mother. They kept on doing the same thing that they're doing to me now. Right. Now that I became a parent, everything they did to my mother, they did to me. They put like, my mother told me that the cops came in there with shields and guns at her head at three o'clock in the morning and like basically raided her crib without any probable cause. And I think my mother was like in her 20s, excuse me, in her 20s around that time, you right. know? Right, right. So, so you have, you have this campaign going on now where it's hashtag help save Camille babies. Yes. What's I, that? What's, what's that? I'm about? in the process of setting all that up. Well, mm -hmm. I set half of it up. I got to get other things going on to make, um, to make action and victory and, you know, yeah. I got to make shirts for my baby. So, Go ahead, what you say? Why are we, so why, why did, why, why are you um, leading a campaign sort of saving your babies? What's going on? Um, I'm leading help, help save Camille babies campaign because I've just been railroaded, you know, and I've been trying to reach out to everybody. Right. Um, the judge is ignoring me. She's been she's been on my case since 2015, but um, let me not get off the subject. The campaign is about saving my kids and stopping the termination of the parental rights for Miracle and Sean. My son is five, and Miracle will be nine years old, December the 27th. I spoke to my attorney um, the other day, and she she just. She ignored me, but then I, I looked at my email yesterday. So she contacted me on the 12th. Right. And she she been ignoring me for like two weeks now. And then all of a sudden she reached out to me because I told her she's being very unprofessional. And she knows that I'm being professional and doing the right thing. So they won't go to court and saying that I'm doing the lying on me again, basically. Yeah. So she told me I had an order of protection on my children. And I'm trying to figure out why. I didn't even do nothing. I didn't cause harm to them. Like, they restricted my business with my daughter. I don't appreciate that because I feel like that's me. When I was in foster care, that right. my daughter, that's me. And my, my brother, that's my son, you know? Right. Like, because boys handle it differently. Absolutely. Girls like handle it emotionally. And you know, my son is all cool. He he preparing to come home because he keeps asking me and he's only five. He right. keeps asking me when he's coming home. And it's like it hits home for me because I don't I can't answer that question. Because every time I try to answer it, because I get 
Zoom virtual visits with my right. children and with my two boys. They canceled my visits with my daughter recently because I asked the worker why did she do that? And she told me that my daughter does not want to speak to me. So that's one of the reasons why I created the campaign because I tried to go in a different direction from what I did last year. Last year, I just like lost it and I had to come down because right. it hurts parents mm -hmm. to be going through this. It really, especially the mothers. We can't sleep at night. We suffer from depression, anxiety. And it, it like every day I gotta go past the bathroom and past my children's room. And I can't even sleep. Order for me to get sleep, I have to sleep in my kids' room and hug their teddy bear and just, you know, drink my tea. You know? Wow. Wow. So yeah. some some people may be wondering, right? They may, they may ask like, okay, man, normally when ACS takes your children, it's because the parent did something wrong. You know what I'm saying? They, they automatically look at the parent and say, what did you do for them to take your children away? What do you say about that? For someone um, who may be watching and they say, I, well, Camille, what did you do? Or so-called do? What did I do? Um, I'm gonna be honest. And I don't want no judgment. I had this boyfriend that I knew for four years. And I never really told nobody. I did tell the workers, but they used it against me. And the judge, no, because I filed the order of protection against him the same day he did what he did. Yeah. And actually, I just moved back to Staten Island. And it occurred in Staten Island. That's oh. why I'm back in Staten Island so I can make my campaign right here and protest right here. Right. So anyways, I used to live in Toe Hill. Um, I can say the address, right? Now that I don't live there. You, you don't have to. I, I'd rather, I'd That's rather fine. do okay. surrounding my building. That's fine. Um, my address, oh, let me see if I still remember. It, I, it, I moved there in 2016. That was my first, um, apartment you know but see this is my second acs case my first case was um my daughter's grandmother on her father's side called acs for me took pictures uh and i know because the worker came to my mother's house at the time i did not have an apartment i got my first apartment in new york city in 2016 and that's when i moved to toe hill and when I moved to Tope Hill, that's the second time. Because I got my daughter back, short story. Right. I got my daughter back November 1st, 2016, completed all the programs. So I've been going through this since 2014. I see a lot of mothers on social media say, oh, I've been going through this since 2019. I've been going through this since 2014 and since I was eight years old. Okay. So this gotcha. goes way back. Right. You know, so anyways, so I'm not, I forgot the address, but in Toe Hill, no, it was 801 Manor Road. The zip code was 10314. Mm -hmm. I will never forget that day. I was just looking at the video of January the 12th, 2018, when they came and surrounded, because I wasn't there. 
They said that I left my children in the house by themselves. No, I didn't leave my kids. I did not leave my children in the house. I had a boyfriend and I know I am the mother, but I knew him, that man for four years. He watched me fight to get my daughter back. I got her back and then he was like, oh, she got her apartment now. Cause he know I was homeless. I was in the shelter. And, and so this man, that he was from Brooklyn. So I used to go through a lot with him, but what I did is I focused on myself and cut him off for a while. Okay. We reunited it back when I got my apartment because he used to treat me like, he. I feel like he always used to ask me for money because um, you know, I had money. Right. So, um, so anyways, ooh, I'm getting the I'm getting an anxiety attack talking about this. No, you Let good. me drink my tea. You good, take your time. I get I, I hate talking about this because I feel bad that I let somebody mess me up, you know? Right. And now I'm fighting and he's living his life where he should be arrested and charged for neglecting somebody kids, you know? So anyways, I was in Toe Hill houses back then and the incident occurred December, um, was it December the 17th? No, it was December like, I think it was December the 19th, 2017. Yep, cause it was snowing that day. And I remember throwing his clothes out as soon as I got back to my house. Well, anyways, he left my children's house. I, everybody was asleep before I left my house. Where was the parent at? I was at the grocery store because he was eating all my groceries and you know I had two children. So basically he was no good. And I, and I don't know, I was afraid, I don't know, I was afraid to get rid of him or I just didn't want to cause conflict or nothing. Right. I'm not, I don't like confrontational. Right. I want to fight if, you know, and I just want my peace. So before I left the house, I looked in the refrigerator and he got me irritated. So he was sleeping. I was the first one to get up. My children was in their room sleeping and he watched my children several times. Took right. my son to the park and those are not even his kids. Like he was a father. When the, the fathers wasn't there, he was their father. Like I met his two daughters. We played in the park. I thought everything was good. I don't know what happened that day. So anyway, that day I went in the back of the room. I told him, you got to clean up or do something. You can't be laying up and being a freeloader. If you want to do that, he was ignoring me. So I was like, if you, if you just going to eat up on my children's food and not put nothing in the house, when I get back from the grocery store, I would like you to remove yourself from my house. Right. I said it nicely. Cause I, he was doing a lot of stuff to me where I, I gave him my key. He used to come in the house, calling me names, waking me up at one o'clock in the morning, knowing that I had, it was like short, uh, sort of a domestic violence situation, but it was right. like verbal. Verbal, verbal yeah, abuse. Where right. he used to call me, crackheads and I never was a crackhead and he used to call me names and 
call me slow because the way I talk. And then one day I was reading to my son and he going to say, oh, I didn't know you know how to read. So I just ignored him, you know. So that day when I told him to remove himself, he stayed sleeping like he didn't hear me. So I could have chose to take, usually I'll take my children to the grocery store with me everywhere I go. But that day they were sleeping. And at the time my daughter was five and Sean, Miracle was five. And my son, Sean was one years old at the time. Right now, Miracle's about to be nine. And um, I said Sean and Naime, Sean. you already. Yeah. Okay. Sean, cause I be getting them mixed up. Sean was one at the time, now he's five. So I walked out to go to the grocery store and it's a little, it was a little further down. It was like a long, it was like probably two or three blocks. Okay. So by the time I come back, you know, God forbid if he left already, you know, he was still there when I got back. He, no, he was in front of CVS, right? Okay. And I was, I was looking around like, oh, I almost had a panic. I was like, where's my children, Keith? Where's my children? You know? So he was like, um, he he called me names and he was like, oh, go upstairs. They upstairs. And I told your five, he told my five-year-old daughter to stay in the room and do not open the door for nobody. When I had a neighbor, I, she she was always nosy, knocking on my door, thinking that nobody was in the house with the kids. One day I went outside again, but this time Keith was in the house. She right. came in there, tried to be nosy. So she probably the one called a ACS on me. It's a lot of people that reported me. And I will never do that to nobody. And I don't appreciate, um, people doing that to me because I was a good parent and people say so anyways um let me get back to me okay so he was like oh go upstairs so meanwhile I'm looking at him like so he's screaming at me telling me oh you left your kids in the house I left my children house I was wow. at the grocery store and you was in the house you is a parent and, 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 and I will never do that to your children. So I hurried up and just rushed back to the house. And I called him on my house phone. And I told him, excuse my language. I told him to come get his beep, beep, beep. Okay? I told him to come get his stuff. And it took him a minute. But as he was coming, I was throwing his stuff out in the snow. That's how I protected my children. And then I told my daughter, you okay? And she did listen to him. She did not open up the door and she stayed because she's a little older. So she stayed in the room. But that's not the point. Why would you do that? And you saw me fall for my two-year-old daughter. And, I, and she, Miracle, this is the second ACS case for her. The, the, the uh, first time for my boys, my two boys. Right. So, like, it, it, it really hurted me that he did that. So they didn't come and get my children until 2018 of January when all the money comes. Or oh, that's where, see, people don't know. 
that's when the government get all the money. That's why they just recently restricted my business. And, and the next court date is December the 22nd. And wow. because they don't want me to have a relationship with my daughter because her birthday is December the 27th. And I've been having virtual business ever since I had like a sit situation with a worker which um this was january the 30th um i think it was two that turning was it um yeah february 2022 it could have been turning 22. okay jan in that january because i remember that february because in 2019 remember i was pregnant with emmanuel and I had, um, but I my visitations were expanding. I was doing good where I had took them out without being supervised by the workers. I took my kids on outings. I took, but it was really mostly my sons. I was getting more business with. They kept my daughter away because they don't want her to talk to me. They kept her on supervised visits. And that I feel that's not fair, you know? Right, right, right. So how has this impacted the kids? Very, it's very bad to the point they being very disrespectful. I never seen such language in my life. My my daughter's talking about killing herself. She's talking about inappropriate stuff. And they Correct. never, they, they never did this. None of this was done when they was with you. It's when they, no. they was good when I, they was with I you, right? I never smoked crack. She talking about cracking the booty and she's writing a penis on the board. I don't want to say the D word. Yeah. We're, you know, she was, she really wrote D-I on the board. While I'm visiting her, this was back in 2018 when they was very, first took it away and I was just going through it. I had to give myself time to work on myself and work on my therapy because I had to start going therapy in order to cope with it because it was very severe where I was just getting provoked. You know when somebody poke a yeah, bear, yeah. they're going to attack. You know? So I don't like for people to trigger me. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, so for, and for them, it's been, like you said, it's been heavy because you've been, when you had your kids, they was coming up right. And, yes, but, and you but know, they was being I influenced. You videos and you see all the parenting skills that I had. Right. Like I showed a lot of people and they were like, oh my God, you a good mother. Cause some mothers let their children walk around looking crazy. No, my kids had everything. They had beds, they had food. Now they brainwashed from my daughter. The other day, the last, that's why they restricted her business because she's repeating everything the adults are saying. And they mm -hmm. know, and, and they know that I record now. Wow. I'm, I'm done uh, going back and forth fighting with them because I, I, I noticed that I've been hurting my case. So okay. what I do is just smile, I smile and wave, boys. I just smile and I I do my visitations. I I took the foster. I don't talk to none of the foster mothers no more. I used to talk to them, 
but I don't trust them now. And what I did was I set up business where um, the workers give me a Google number. So why should I give them, why should I give them my cell phone number? So if we're going to do business and y'all treating me and my kids like business, that's how we're going to do it. So now they got attitudes because I'm moving differently now. And so they, they attacking me by, um, taking my business away with my daughter. That means something to me because my, that's my firstborn. Right. This, so this situation has happened to you, right? Is mm -hmm. this happening to other women? Yes. The ACS? I, is ACS really on, helping moms? Even, or they, going, huh? is, is ACS and children's services, are they helping families or are they no. destroying families? They are destroying families. They say all these lies in court. See, I'm going to start off saying New York Foundling was my first... Um, they don't want to help me get my permit because I did, I was homeless out in New York. You know, I used to live in Atlanta. So the agency that I had that helped me get my daughter back, I appreciate everything they did. It's in Staten Island, New York, Pendleton. They helped me reunite with my daughter. At the time I had my daughter, it wasn't my boys until my boys came in 2016, 2019. So... The agency that I have now is like white supremacists, like white owned, yeah. like even the Mexicans clean the building for them, yeah. you know? And then I met, one day I was sitting down and they were having funding people come, right? And then the boss came to me and she was very disrespectful to me. Let me tell you why. She acknowledged me when they were there for clout. I don't know if, can you explain what, if people don't know what clout is, can you explain? You can explain it. I don't. Oh yeah, but with clout, people know what clout is, but basically doing right. it for um, popularity, exactly. bragging rights. For, to yeah. get money or funding. Yeah, to be noticed. Exactly. So she said hi to me as they coming in, right? So as they going out, she walks into the elevator. As soon as they get on the elevator, she walks past me. And this was the director that owns the building. She's an older lady. She walked past me and just uh, grilled me like that was for show. Because when, when, she, when she came in with the people that was funding the stuff, she greeted me. And then when they left and she came back and rolled her eyes, and I'm looking like, wow, I cannot believe, cause she gonna ask me, are you doing well? When she's in front of the people. And I don't like that. Cause I feel like people playing mind games with, why would you, I'm very well. You know, I'm not well because I've got my kids in the system. So right. what kind of question is that, you know? Right. So anyway, I, I want to say that not all agencies is to tear you down. Because there's a lot of workers that walks out. If they, I, you know how many workers I had on my case, a new alternative for children? This is the second age, agency. This agency is in Manhattan. Everything is scattered. The court case is in Staten Island Family Court. Mm -hmm. My two older kids is with Miss um, Jackson in Queens. And then Emmanuel lives in Brooklyn. 
Like, I don't understand why everything is scattered. Wow. And then I got order protection on my own children that belongs to me that came out of my womb. And I just don't understand all this. Like, they don't help mothers. Some of them do, and some of them don't. You know, and and, and when they do help mothers, it's a, it's, a, it's a success story where they could either put you up on a thing to make a, um, yeah. get, you, make you, you get what choice. I'm saying? Exactly. That's why I told them, I don't need nothing from y'all. Y'all not going to use me to build y'all funding on your website. That's why this agency doesn't do nothing for me. They, they won't help me with nothing, but see, I don't need help, you know? I'm, I'm paying my rent on my own and stuff, but do they, I, it's a lot of impact the mothers that I talked to on Instagram and, 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 and they told me like, I was watching this one video where they just, the cops just ripped the baby, the baby was in a car seat and they just ripped the, the, the in mother the, in the hallway, right? Yes, you saw yeah, that video. Yeah, the mom did. That's why everybody like, oh knows. Oh my about god! That. Because see, I couldn't even get my baby in the car seat. My mother came to the hospital with Emmanuel. They took him straight from birth. Miracle and they took him straight from birth from you. And they said I neglect him. I got tested. They were because I was breastfeeding my son in the hospital, right? So I got tested, and it was. It was negative for all substance. So I'm trying to figure out why did they, that's why Emmanuel is returned back to parent. Cause they know they messed up. Cause you saw the safety conference stuff on YouTube, how they railroaded me. And they sitting there talking about Miracle and Sean. What does Emmanuel has to do with Miracle and Sean that he was just born? You can't, that's like double jeopardy saying that, oh, just, uh, I, I neglected, I, I didn't even neglect Miracle and Sean. I just made a mistake and left them in the care of somebody that neglected them. But I did the right thing and I threw his clothes out and I called the cop and the judge that's on my case now, she, I, as soon as I find the order, there's an order with her stamp on it, gave me my order of protection for that man. So why you didn't go and put charges on that man instead of putting the mother as the respondent? Because I called the police as soon as the incident occurred that day. So as a parent, I felt like I did the right thing. And after I did all that, ACS kept sliding slips under my door because I was never home. You understand? That's why they came at my house the way they did. Right. And surrounded my... See, what they did to me is surrounded my building to, to let everybody think that I was crazy. They had the, sh the thing outside, like I was going to throw, I was going to jump or her harm my children. And I'm like, oh my God, they setting me up for failure. I'm telling you. Do they, they do did. they do this? Do they they do this often? Like not not only to you other, but to other to other women I as well. I, I know that every situation is different. When I saw when that baby got snatched away 
God forbid that baby would have just flipped out if, if he wasn't buckled in. She came from the hospital and she told them, I am, that they said the baby can be released home. So why the cops came there and took the baby? Hmm. You know, that was wrong. And then they, they put their hands on the mother and choked yeah. the mother. Yep. Like you, y'all not a, if we do that, we'll go to jail. You understand? They they expect for us to follow the law, but they're not following the law. They're shooting our black men and our Hispanic men, and they sitting there putting tasing the woman and putting us in Rikers and in the Rose Center. That's not right. Just because the skin of our color, they talking about we committed crimes. No, y'all committing crimes and breaking the law. But y'all y'all want to sit here and that's why everybody is passing their own acts. You know, you know, right. I'm, I'm, I'm also a, a, a group member of Vocal New York. I joined this organization when I had got arrested in Manhattan. I, dealt, I also dealt with the criminal situation where people called the cops on me and I was a resident and they were a non-resident and they told, they, these were new cops, they told the cops that I had um, took a bottle. She told the cops I took a bottle busting him. For an example, they came and that was like the second time my crib had got raided. They came up in there and I didn't open up the door and they busted my door and they arrested me and took me to jail. When I got in the jail cell, they asked me what's going on in the neighborhood. Listen, I'm not a snitch and I don't got time for that. I don't want no problems. Y'all, I thought I thought they brought, at first they was gonna take me to the hospital, but the lady, the lady cop was like, no, she's not, um, she's not, uh, they said a little code or something. But I'm getting off right. the subject. But I'm just saying, this is what they do. They break the law and family court, criminal court, and they just destroy families. And then they try to say all the black and the mixed parents are crazy. So we all have mental problems, basically. That's what they're saying. We all neglect our children. We're all on drugs. That's crazy. I got you my tickets. You mentioned. <laughs> this is how I cope every day with my kids being taken away. I do my yoga and I just, when I have my court, I I drink my tea before I go in. They be so mad because I always stay humble with a smile on my face. They don't like that because they watch you in court to see, oh, is she still struggling? And, is she upset? They look at how you, um, what's that word? You know what I'm talking about. What's the word? Yeah, like, I, I would say, like, your energy level, your pers- you've led protests, you've been in protests, yes, you've spoken at protests. Why did you, what did you, so all this time, you're out there protesting, and you're fighting for other people. Um, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm gonna let you explain that, but you're fighting yeah, for other I people, but all at the folks. same time, at the same time, your kids are not with you, but you still have the frame of mind to fight for other folks. Why is yes. that? Yes. What are you fighting I for? I believe in justice. There will be no justice until there is peace because 
I see a lot of people tell me their stories. I'm not, I'm, I'm a self-advocate for myself. Not only that, I'm an advocate for everybody. I've, I've fed the homeless. Like the, the, the judge saying that I, the, they telling the, the workers are telling the judge that I have not showed any progress. And that's a lot. I've been out here making myself okay and not angry and not focus so much that my kids are in the system and just focus on my self-care, you know? So I, I said, let me start doing my yoga, drinking my stress teas, going out there. I've been pro protesting for 10 months and I've been protesting for the homeless and we, in Brooklyn, New York, we made accomplishing victories. And we came together as a team. They always called me up. They was calling me up to come today, but they canceled it. There was a protest today um, to um, say good written to somebody. It, it must have been a senator or something, because you know, we're going through this uh, voting stuff, you know? But I've been out here setting an example, you know? and. I've, I've been on streaming devices. I've saw myself and my mother's people been calling me. They was like, oh, I'm very proud of you. Everybody knows that I've changed. I came a long way from back when I first had my daughter. It was always party all the time, but I'm 32 now. Cause I had my daughter when around 22, 23. And I've, I've, I've always, when I had my firstborn, I focused on them, you know? So I just protest for people's rights. I want New York City to understand these are our streets. Without us, they have nothing. If we all move Absolutely. out the NYCHA, what funding they gonna have if we all move out? If we all um, stop working places and shut everything down and just go uh, we we protest to just stop doing uh what's that word you know what i'm talking about if everybody just go on strike absolutely they won't have nothing without us these white supremacists need to understand that yes it won't be nothing without us and absolutely. This, yeah you know and that's why i do what i do because um, I believe in justice. Um, I believe in all types of justice. You know, I believe in family justice. Yeah. Um. Um. What's the civil rights justice? Um. Human rights. Human rights. Um. There's other rights. <laughs> but yeah, that's why that's I do. I've been doing that. The reason why. I did it is because what I was just telling you that the girl lied on me and they came in my house and and, and didn't even they listened to a non-resident wow. and they told me that was um, NYCHA apartment but I'm paying rent to that apartment so technically it's mine right now so I closed the door on them and I told them have a blessed day. So they got, they were new cops and I'm sure they got fired after that. Um, 
that's why I do what I do because I got arrested that day and I didn't, and I had to come all the way to Staten Island and I was living in Manhattan. They, when I got back to my house, it was buckled. They took everything off, like the the thing was backwards. So, like they still haven't fixed my door, you know, from that apartment. But see, I moved. That's yeah. why I do what I do. And ever since I've been out here rallying and protesting and being a self-advocate and an advocate and been out here fundraising, I do it not just for me. You know how other people do it for funding? Yeah. I would love funding. Right. But I'm really doing it for um, because of what I experienced. I experienced a lot of stuff that other people experienced. That's what I do. That's why you do what you do. That's what's up. So let me ask. So let me ask you this: um, How close are you to getting your to, to getting your kids back? Zero. I know to to the agency zero. They think that I'm not getting. They think that they're gonna terminate my parental rights. Mm-hmm. For Miracle and Sean. If they wanted to do it, they would have been did it. They know that this case is very severe and they have to really pay attention because you know the judge know who I am. She been on my case since my my first attorney, you know? So let me ask you this. This is the last question. Actually, actually it's a two-part question. It's a two-part question. One, um, what is the best part or the joy of being a mom? Oh, you're going to make me cry. And two... I remember when my daughter first was born, I was so happy because I was so thirsty to have children. You know why? Because what I went through as a child, my mother talked... I'd spoken to my mother yesterday and we were talking about my situation. Every time... I bring up my situation, she'll bring up her situation back, but she didn't go through that. Me and my brother went through that. And she talking about we, she, um, what she said, uh, we had a victory. I said, what victory did I have? Cause you never got your kids back, you know? Hmm. That's why I told my mother, that's not a victory. I had my daughter at 22. I was so excited cause I was my firstborn. I, I didn't know how to change a paper. But that was the first thing a mother does. Like, I changed it and I did a great job. I, at the time, me and my daughter wasn't here. We, cause I was in the shelter in 2012. I left and went to my house um, in Atlanta, Georgia. And she, I raised her from over there until I came back, you know? So I, I got to spend those baby years with her. The jo- a joy of being a mother is like just holding your baby in your arms, just like singing to them. I used to sing to my kids. That's why I'm so frustrated yeah. because I, I didn't neglect. That's, that's not neglect. I gave them care and support. I fed them. I did homeschooling, even though they had to go to the public school. Like I did a lot of activities with my kids. Like right now, Christmas is coming up, right? I'm by myself for Christmas. And I, me and my daughter was supposed to do something with Halloween where 
both of us were supposed to dress up, up like Harley Quinn. She did, but I didn't because they were strict in my business. They did that on purpose because I told her the best costume wins a prize out of me, her, and her brother. But you know the kids already win. Right. I just wanted to be fun. So it's like I did fun activities and now I can't really, I can still do those activities, but not really. Cause what I'm gonna do, go a pumpkin patch in by myself, sit on Santa's lap by myself and take pictures. Like I enjoyed all those things. And it's like memories after memories. And you said, you, you asked me the second question about what what would I say to the mothers that's going through this, right? Right. The the mothers, same mothers. What 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 um inspirations would you offer for them? I would say the 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 ones that this is your first time, don't go out there in the agency yelling and screaming because they're gonna think you a crazy black woman. Go up in there talking like yes. Okay, ma'am, you know, you have to talk on their level the way they talk to you, like try to play you like you're crazy. So you have to go in there and and speak very respectfully to them. Make sure you record and just um, pay, pay attention to your kids. Don't worry about what is going on. Because if you, that's gonna drive you crazy. Because I, I did that at first, and then every, all my friends was like, "Calm down, because it's, it's gonna make you sick. Relax." And if you cannot deal with it, I, you know what I do? I do yoga and I drink this tea. It's a yoga tea, and it's it's expensive. It's like five dollars, but that's how I cope. You know, and, and I know a lot of parents don't want to go in therapy, but I was, I had to get in therapy because they, that was my service plan. They told me to do a lot of service plans in order for my children to come back home and they're still not here yet. Right. You know, so when stuff happens like that, when they railroading you over and over, just be at peace, be calm, don't get upset because that's what they want you to do because you're going to make your case back so I just want to say to the mothers out there I am sorry that you're going through everything that I'm going through we're going to fight until there is justice like the hashtags there will be no peace hashtags bring the babies homes hashtags we're going to continue protesting and rallying and we're going to continue doing all the good um, stuff that we do. And, you know, when you join those groups, they give you certificates. Because, you know, that is very good in court. You know, I have a lot of certificates. I got three anger management certificates. That's when, that's like, they told me that I did, the, the, the lady that got in my face, remember, oh, can I just talk about that? real quick absolutely okay remember earlier i was telling you about how the lady got in my face and she triggered me to react yeah yes so 
you know, you can't, you know how they do court watch and criminal court? Where you, Absolutely. Like, if we, if we, we can't go up in there and protest. We have to protest like in front of there, you know? Stuff like that. Like, you're not allowed to put, you're not a really allowed to put your documents on social media. But since that us black mothers are not being heard, we had that's our way of fighting and standing uh, for what belongs to us. And we're trying to tell the judge and the workers and the gallants. I just wish the best for everybody, like loves and prayers. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through everything and we're gonna keep doing and we're gonna keep striving. We're gonna keep standing tall. And I'm going to make action. Now that I see everybody going to, cause I like to travel. So I'm gonna start off with Atlanta, Georgia and then my hometown and I'm gonna go down there by myself. And I'm gonna keep the kit cause I was looking on, I was looking on social media where they was in my hometown. I, I cried, I was so happy cause I didn't think people knew Portland because every time I'm, they'd be like, where you from? What's that? You know, Portland, Oregon. Well, I admire, I admire, really admire your strength. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, that's what drew me to you. I saw it on Instagram and I said, man, she looks familiar. You know, like how we both said we look familiar. Yes. She look familiar. And I was I like, no, nah, I don't know. No, because you know why? Because I've been on the news and the press. I've been out there doing yes. my thing. Yeah, so I'm like, yo. But then, you know, when I heard you talking about how you were saying, man, how things are not fair, and you went straight at ACS, and you was like, listen, they are not for families. They're destroying families. Exactly. They're, they're, and you was like, hey, in essence, what they're doing is they're actually kidnapping, they're ripping the families apart, and then they want to call you crazy. And I was like, yeah. yeah, that sounds, that's, I was like, you know what? Because she sounds, they make sounds so us great. that way. Because Absolutely. that, they don't understand. They know what that does to us. Mm -hmm. What if they do that to them white kids? You understand? These white kids is shooting their mother and, and, and they getting arrested for uh, being raped. That's why they, they going crazy because the, the white mothers is raping the, the, the little boys, we're not doing that to our kids. Right. The, they throwing their kids out the window. Where was ACS at last year when I shared on my post when a little girl got killed, some, another baby got thrown out the window? Where were they at? They so worried about the low-income families that's in NYCHA, and they sitting there talking. Like, if we have an apartment, you cannot say, they don't know what neglect is. If you did not put your hands on your child, that is not neglect. If you did not starve your child and you're feeding your child, provide clothes for your child, take the kids to school, now every, per every parent is not perfect. When the kids is late, they want to call ACS on the school. But if, the, if Timmy... The white little boy, Timmy, was late. Is he going to get an ACS call? No, he's not. So I think this is like still safe slavery. Absolutely. We're still in slavery. Yeah, we are. You know how I they agree. still... I protested for the boat in the Bronx. 
We we still got the boat. They killing people, throwing the officers are throwing people off the boat. All of a sudden, people on Rikers is dying. You heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. From down here. Uh huh. That's the, crazy. The, I went and protest about that. I I was at the court watch. I've been doing all types of protests and rallying. And now I'm going to make my own, like I'm in the process of making my own campaign, setting it up where I got parents um, coming together, but I need them to be on the same page with me or I have to do everything by myself, you know, cause I'm trying to help other parents. I've always been that kind, like, even when I was a little girl, I was a kind woman, you know, I'm a kind, I was a kind little girl. I've been, that way i love i love to share i love to talk about stuff it's like i've been a counselor to many people so when these workers say that um they say that oh the way i talk to my kids i yell they say these little things they was get i remember when the lady got on the stand and talked about her sob story that i attacked at her but see she don't realize that i have the, the the day that I have the date in my email when somebody punched me in the eye when I left the agency. So we both got assaulted. She got assaulted and I got assaulted. But they're not going to sit here and try to make it seem like, oh, she need a mental evaluation now. I had to, I, they were stricken my visits. You know how many times and my visits been restricted. And I'm doing real good for myself right now. I'm trying to leave. I don't want to be here and I can't leave because my children are still in the system. And I, I reached out, my grandmother emailed me and she reached out back in 2019 when Jody Behar left. That was the other attorney on my case. She was the second one because the first one helped me get my daughter back. His name was Thomas Conagati, and he some all of a sudden, 2019, he passed away. Uh, rest in peace. So he was a good attorney, and he was he was white. He was uh, Caucasian. He was white, you know. So um, Jody Behar, she gonna act, tell me, oh, won't you benefit from medication? And I'm like, are you serious? My own appointed attorney that Judge Wolf appointed to me. She's packing all these um, bad attorneys on my case, and then she's denying me for another rep 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 another person to represent me. And cause the, the, the work, the attorney is ignoring me. And, but she just contacted me yesterday, but she's not telling me about motions and stuff. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay quiet. I'm going to just continue doing what I have to do to bring my children home. Because I already completed my programs. I stayed, I stayed in my therapy to work on my self-compulse uh, control. Because it used to be very bad a couple of years ago because I used to be in foster care. And I, I didn't know how to control my emotions and stuff. Now that, you know, every time you turn to age, you get wiser. Right. And absolutely. you get a lot of wisdom. Absolutely. And, and you learn a lot of things 
as you go that oh these people you can't talk to you can't say nothing you got to be careful what you say because they'll go back to court and turn it around and lie on you absolutely you know? absolutely man that was heavy that was heavy well again man i pre i really appreciate i appreciate you i admire your 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 hard work and dedication towards your your kids first and i admire your your dedication towards the community i think that's dope i uh, love the community yeah i, I, I could see, i could see and but it's something that, that's got to be oh, can i say something it's up wait let me just finish it i think it's sometimes that's what we just have to um to get through things we got to focus on helping other folks exactly you can't be selfish there's a lot of people i see as selfish i i just want to say that i reached out to the cps operation you've seen them on instagram right they're ignoring me and i see a lot of people getting the uh, the go the the uh what's it called GoFundMe. Yeah. I did the fundraiser. So far, I got zero. I got nothing. So where, where can, where can, where can, um, I'm a post it in a link as well. Yeah, because they say. Where, where, where can people find, um, um, the, the links, links and the websites and things like that to, to support you? Um, well, first, I would like for people to look at the video of when, this all occurred. It's on my Facebook. Um, we'll and I'll send, post the link in the, in the description. Yeah, you're gonna post everything. I'm gonna send you everything. It's a it's a lot of them. The hashtag is if you would like to join my campaign, my movement, because I created it. Just uh, I have other parents helping me as well. But they're like they're trying to get other organizations to join, and I really like there's ACS in certain organizations. I don't trust a lot of people. That's why I was telling the other mothers like they. I feel like we're not on the same page. But I'm gonna continue doing what I'm doing for my children. And if anybody would like to join my campaign, I'm gonna start putting flyers out because you know you could go out there and make your own website and do everything and create it. But I just need the people to support me. Like, I, I feel like I'm not, I'm being heard a little bit, but the most important people that can help me go fund my pages is Operation CPS, where I emailed them several times. I have not heard back from them. Rise, I'm in the middle of getting to know Rise. Um, but I think ACS is in Rise. It's called Rise Magazine. And what they do is they have leadership skills. They just started their um, organization. And I'm, I'm a continue, I was supposed to go to a group today, but I decided to not to. Because sometimes I don't always go to the campaigns because I have to work on myself, you know? And I have, to, I got other things that I, I got to do. I can't just put my all when i put my all and, and i go and out there i go out there i make my sign and yeah black lives matter and da 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 and you know but i i told everybody i gotta focus on me because my court date is coming up and i need to really uh start putting petitions out 
and silver cord start filing my motion since my attorney is not helping me. You know, I have to be my own paralegal, look through my paperwork. I went to the library, like you can learn all this stuff on your own. Uh, just because these white supremacists went to school and got their thing, doesn't mean you you know what you're doing. It doesn't mean right, right, right. they're out here doing stuff against the law. I just want to say to all the parents, not just the mothers, the fathers too, because they go through this. And I've saw them be a single parent while the mother is out there doing other things they're not supposed to be doing. And I just want to say, y'all, because y'all suffer y'all emotions in a different way. And it's like y'all break down and once y'all break down, it's, everything is coming out. It's different than, but y'all know how to handle y'all emotions. See, women will break down, we just bug out. So I just want to say to all the parents, the fathers and the mothers, don't give up hope. Keep keep fighting for your children. Because I've been doing this since 2015. I'm going to continue doing it at, 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 until I make progress, until we all make progress. You know? Absolutely. You know? So Absolutely. read the Bible. Absolutely. Exercise, do therapeutic stuff to keep get a therapist, talk to somebody to make sure you're all right because they're gonna say you're not stable for your children. So when you're all over the place and they see that, make sure you're taking care of your self care, you know, before you could take care of your children. That's what I've learned. That's Absolutely. why. I'm still standing to this day. And my mother told me yesterday when she called me on my house, she was like, I, could, I don't know. You've been through so much. I don't know how you do it. My mother said that. I was like, Ma, I love you. You know that I'm standing strong. And she keeps saying that God must use me for something. Like he's not done with me. My mother said, I'm, I'm probably going through this for a reason. You know how to... Your mothers always tell you God won't um, give you what more, you can, uh, more what you can't handle. What you can't bear or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So, I just feel like I pray to God. I don't know what he has in store. But the good thing is my children has not, my rights, my parental rights have not been terminated for miracle insurance. So I just want to say, don't give up hope. We all going through stuff. And I, I got a GoFundMe page. I hope y'all go. I'm also a group member to Vocal New York. I'm also an Avon sales representative. It's on my website, on Instagram. I'm also, um, I fundraise for breast cancer awareness uh, this year. I started it for my grandmother because she passed away. So that's what inspired me to do it. She never got to see my, she never got to see my babies. And those were her first grandkids. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I used to feel no hope inside my, you know how when you used to feel like, oh my God, I don't feel like this, all the tension is released on my body because I've, I've been, I, I, I've been praying and, and God knows what I have been doing to better myself. 
They're not going to continue. Because as long as I stay with a supervised visits, I get supervised virtual visits. I don't get to hug my babies. You see how we're on the screen? This is how I get to talk to my kids. My son asks him to come home. And every time he asks, the worker clicks to hang up the phone before I can even say nothing. And I feel that is not right. And, and, and if I was at the agency and a long time ago, I was back at my old self, I would have had react in a different way that I would have messed up my case. Welcome here, man. Yo, it was good chopping it up with you. It was great chopping it up with you, man. I appreciate your bravery. Yes. I appreciate your everything you do for the community. Guys, Thank that's you. no compromise. No compromise media. Again, that is Camille Jones. I'm going to leave all of the links for her GoFundMe, her uh, website to uh, the Milkshake website. I think No. All yeah, my cool. business sites. All your business yeah. sites. I'm an entrepreneur. Like that. So, she's like, entrepreneur. Yes. She's an entrepreneur. So, yeah. So, she's black excellence all around. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, we, I'm definitely going to leave the links for all of her inf for her informa information. And if you want to get in contact with her, um, it's going to be or direct links to her. Yes, in definitely. Any way definitely so I could get an appointed attorney. I mean, so I could get a real attorney that's really going to bring my kids home. Absolutely. There you go right there. And, and thank there you, you right guys there. for listening and paying attention. Love and kisses. All right. <laughs> no doubt. And that's no compromise media, y'all. Peace out, guys.